Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the happy hour. You guys know the happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Yep, no pump-up intro today on the happy hour. We might just have to play that first half of the intro. Because that's what everybody's feeling. Welcome in. Happy Friday. We have made it Hello, to the weekend. Darkness, my old friend. It is, it is close to the weekend. We are just a couple hours away from heading home. Uh, programming note, as we do every Friday, we'll have some high school football for you guys. This evening, 7 p.m. kickoff, 6.40 pregame. Myself and the Husker Hall of Famer Jay Foreman from Seacrest Field as Lincoln Southeast plays Lincoln East. So we'll have that for you guys 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, as always, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, and the Sarder Heyman Text Line are both open for you guys the entire show today on this day of therapy and recovery, if you will, from Nebraska's 13-10 to loss at the hands of the Minnesota Golden Gophers. I had a thought this morning. Nick Sainter and Rico. Hello, Rico. Hello. What's your thought? I had a thought this morning. Everybody always does doom and gloom and tell me the worst thing that happened during the game. Tell me why, you know, this and everybody wants to give their bad opinions. I want to start a segment after games. Say something nice. I don't know. I, I think it's tough. Say something nice. I think it's tough. Um, Just a quick, like, three-minute thing. Just text in 402-464-5685. Say something, say something nice. Say something. What 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 positive thing did you take away from this game? Okay, that we, can, we can do that. Cause there That's are, say something nice. There are some positives before we get into the, the nitty-gritty parts of it. Um, as always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, and the Sarder Heyman Tech Center are both open for you guys, as well as the Sarder Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and on Allo Channel 951 as well. We want to hear your guys' thoughts the entire uh, show here. So once again, if you want to give us a call, feel free. We, we already got a couple people uh, chiming in, so how Say about that? Nice. Um, Told you, Rico's just all about all about kindness here today on a Friday. I'm trying to be I'm trying a- to be positive. Aaron says we own the unhappy hour. No, that's not the case no. at all. We're we're in a good mood. We're fine. It's just disappointing because you your your mind instantly goes to man. What if I need to what get- what would have what would what would Lincoln have looked like, and what would the mood be if Nebraska was able to hold on yesterday? But mm-hmm. instead, they they unfortunately allow uh, ten points in the final two minutes of the game, and Nebraska is where they are. Um. A lot of people on the text line are saying special teams. A lot of people on the text line are saying special teams uh, looked good. Um, and and I, I agree with that, right? I think when when you look at the way Nebraska bounced back after the, ha- the 
after a really disappointing drive going into the locker room at halftime. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they came out, and, and I think I, I know, I know, me and Jay talked about it on the A one Automotive Ticket Tailgate pregame show. I know, I'm sure you guys talked about it when, in whatever combination of Terrell, Rico, DPE, whatever combination. Um, there's there's ways to take control of a game and Nebraska was able to do that on special teams to coming out of the locker room right one of the greatest ways to take the the wind out of sails in on a in a road environment is with a special teams play mm-hmm. and we saw it right in the start of the third quarter with, sure. with a with with a 65 yard touch yeah. or uh, excuse me 65 yard return by Ramir Johnson I'm pretty sure me and you talked about that yesterday about special teams and where we thought the longest punt return or kick return was going to be returned to when yeah. we both said we're thinking it's going to be close to the 50, which that's what Ramir Johnson's was. It was a breakdown in coverage on the kickoff team by Minnesota, and Ramir Johnson was able to take advantage. If if he's able to hurdle that guy, I have faith that he gets past the kicker and maybe takes that back for six. But it, either way, it was a really great um, play that then led to Nebraska's only touchdown of the game on a weird trick play. But to me, the, the most positive thing that I'm taking away from this is that even if you want to say Minnesota isn't a good team, they don't have a good offense, whatever – Nebraska's defense looked good. Yeah, it did. It sure there were some breakdowns, but there's breakdowns. Everybody, everybody has breakdowns. The great Georgia defense last year had breakdowns every once in a while. It mm-hmm. happens. But overall, I think Nebraska's defense did a fantastic job of limiting Minnesota to what they could get. Only 55 yards rushing, under 200 yards passing from a team that ended up passing the ball a lot more than they thought they would. <coughs> And um, a lot of gang tackling. That was something that we had talked about and and, and Farley had talked about yesterday on the pregame show. Um, Gang tackling, getting bodies, getting hats to the ball. Nebraska did a great job of that. I had faith in the secondary and outside of, you know, a double move that got Malcolm Hartzog, even though he should have stayed on the outside shoulder. Um, they did a great job of, of keeping Minnesota's receivers in front of them. Again, a couple of breakdowns, but I think they did a great job. Now, uh, a little negative there is... And this isn't on them. This is how they line up. This is what they're what they're told to do. Mm-hmm. Way too much cushion on the receivers. Yep. Way too much cushion. Well, and, and part of that does. I mean, part of that does uh, gets affected when you're able to involve the tight end a lot. Think think back. I mean, Minnesota. They used Brevin. We talked about him quite often. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brevin Span Ford is one of the best tight ends in the in the in the conference um, coming into the season. Here it takes like three people to bring him down, and, and it does. And he he has a really good game both in the blocking and and pass catching game. Now, one thing about Brevin Span Ford, he was real active on the Gophers' first possession of the game, and then was relatively quiet up until the last possession of the game mm-hmm. for for Minnesota when they came down and 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 walked off with a field goal. Now I think what's interesting is Nebraska could have done the same thing and, and done it probably a little bit better than Minnesota did. And what I mean by better is getting the ball to their tight ends, right? Um we we know that Corey Crooms the the Western Michigan transfer was really active for for Minnesota. Yeah. But I also think like for for Nebraska how much have we made it a point to talk about getting Jeff Sims into a rhythm? And if you want to roll Jeff Sims out of the pocket where we know he's more than capable of then hopefully making a, a, the correct decision on whether it's tucking it and running it on his own, whether it's dumping it off to a wide receiver or a tight end, or throwing it out of bounds, as long as he's comfortable outside the pocket, that those are throws that maybe you can get him into a rhythm mm-hmm. by 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 operating through. So like I I just wonder 
Nebraska year after year, unfortunately, and I, I, I'm trying to separate what Nebraska's seen from the last five or seven years to what we just saw last night. Yes, it's a lot of the same stuff, but we need to. I think we need to keep it two separate conversations to a certain extent because there was a, there were a couple good things. There's different personnel here now. And I think there's a lot to take away from last night. Like the special teams was positive. Mm-hmm. The defense was a positive uh, a mark. If they, if Nebraska's defense holds uh, 13, or excuse me, holds opponents to you know the 13 to 20 points mark per game the entire season, Nebraska's going to have a lot of opportunities to win games that they're probably not even supposed to be competitive in because the offense seems like it's got a load of, a lot of growing up to do. Yeah, the offense was stuck in neutral most of the game, and despite you know you can look at the stats, you can say the running backs only had. 16 carries, uh, a lot of Gabe Irvin's uh, uh, yardage on his averaging 7 point, what, 7.1, 7.2 yards per carry came on one play. Either way, the running game with the running backs looked better. I understand they should have and could have run the ball more, but to me, the holes were there, the running backs were making plays, the offensive line, the tight ends, whoever ended up pulling, were, were throwing really good blocks and letting the running backs get, get some momentum going downfield. And I thought that Obviously, everybody thinks that if they would have stuck with that running game even a little bit longer, they had a much better chance of winning the game. But the big problem was the turnovers. I understand Jeff Sims has has all the talent in the world, according to the coaches, but the decision making. I I mean, that's that's what we heard coming out of Georgia Tech. That's what the stats tell us coming out of Georgia Tech. And that's what we got yesterday. Yeah, unfortunately, you know. Um, I, th- I think a lot of us would have liked to to see Jeff Sims complete, you know, 60, 63, 66% of his passes in last night's game um, and, and limit the turnovers. But uh, w- w- as Rico just alluded to, I mean, 58% career passer at Georgia Tech. And uh, what has he had in, in through one game in Nebraska, 58% completion percentage, unfortunately. And, and those are the – that's the facts. Those are the stats that don't lie, understandably mm-hmm. so. Um, another another stat from from Jeff Sims is that in 188 pass attempts last year with Georgia Tech, he had a total of three interceptions. Now through 19 pass attempts at Nebraska in one game, he has three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, we we heard during fall camp that he had completed about 65 percent of his passes. Not really sure where that was at. Um, I'm not sure if there was nerves in that in in, in last night's game, but. Just some of the decision making and the the choices on what to do with the with the football really really frustrating from a fan's perspective yeah. because uh, you you sit there and obviously we get the benefit of replay we get the benefit of slowing slowing the game down and and looking at it frame by frame with uh, you know when we're watching it on television we get the all twenty two camera and, we can see everything and he's got his view and they don't but then that means that those guys got to be be better prepared than than we are watching the game they they need to you know, watch the film and make sure they're paying attention to what's going on. So it is, it is frustrating, frustrating. Um, and we'll, we'll dive deep into this. Let's go ahead, head to the Honda of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685, the Honda of Lincoln hotline, the starter Heyman text line. We're joined by Bob. Bob, what's on your mind today, man? All right. Bob is gone. All right. Sorry, Bob. Bob. Gone. Bob is gone. Hmm. This keeps happening. That's right. What's going on? All right, so Bob, if you want to call back, that's fine. Um, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman text line. Uh, we are going to go through like the the pro football focus snap counts grades because 
what's what's fascinating you can look at it at the way we just kind of been talking about it throughout the entire day on various shows mm-hmm. where man it's been really disappointing that you know Nebraska's offense was not able to either sustain drives over four quarters um, or just some of the decision making wasn't the best on on parts of you know specific players and such we can we can talk about it that way but also we can view it as hey Nebraska played really poorly in the first half and they still found themselves with an opportunity to essentially get back-to-back possessions mm-hmm. going into the locker room and with that found themselves still in a game and it goes to this that you know that old mindset of if you figure out a way to hold as a defense hold teams to a limited amount of points force some turnovers and make some spectacular plays then you're going to find yourself competitive in the Big 10 West especially competitive in games that maybe you're not supposed to be in you'll be in every game in the big 10 west if you can if your defense can limit possessions and limit obviously limit points but limit possessions for these big 10 west teams because not a lot of them have explosive offenses that's just not what happens in the big 10 west so if you're able to limit their possessions keep them to a couple especially with the running clock now Mm-hmm. Which still weird. Got to get I, used yeah, to that. I don't like it, um, especially with that. Possessions are going to be very limited in certain quarters. So um, with that, Nebraska's defense did everything in their power to win. They did. They did more than enough to win the game. They held Minnesota to three points until two and a half minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. Nebraska's offense needs to do more. I understand they put up ten points. <coughs> But even then, you had an opportunity for another touchdown or another field goal. You you had multiple drives where you have you had chances to, if not score, extend it and give Minnesota less time mm-hmm. to drive down the field and score. There was a, there was a moment there um, in the first half, and I think it was pretty late in the second quarter, or excuse me, early in the second quarter. Uh, that I, I tweeted something out about how min- there was a total of forty five plays in the football game. And 32 of them were ran by Minnesota's offense. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, Minnesota, they, they somewhat had some, a ground game going. But then, it, I mean, t- and correct me if I'm wrong, Rico, it was a lot of they got the ball somewhat deep in their territory inside the 25-yard line. That's mm-hmm. what I mean by that, I suppose. Inside the 20-25-yard line. Because once again, Brian Buscini was able to step up and, and somewhat pin them deep, and didn't have a, you know didn't shank any putts. All, all three of his um, punts were inside the twenty. So there you go. So once again, um, Nebraska they would maybe allow Minnesota to get up to the fifty yard line, get it pat maybe past their field, maybe get bailed out with an offensive penalty on the Gophers. And I don't want to say this bend don't break kind of mentality because that's how Nebraska's operated in the past couple years under under former defensive coordinator Eric Shenander, but understanding that Nebraska's defense was asked to do a lot, specifically in the first half yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and then they continued and carried that over off of maybe the spark that was provided by the offense in the second half. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But man, that Nebraska defense, it, it doesn't do a whole lot. And this is where Nebraska's offense needs to step up. They need to find more playmakers, whether it's a wide receiver, whether it's a running back, whatever it may be. And, I, and main, mainly I'm saying something other than the Jeff Sims running game. Mm-hmm. They cannot, need, they need to find because it's not necessarily sustainable. And if you are on the field for less than a minute and a half, or even at times last night, less than a minute mm-hmm. on offense... And you're saying, all right, defense, get right back out there. Thank we, you. We need Thank you. We, thanks for go. Fa- thanks for getting us on the field, yeah. but we we need you back on the field now. We didn't actually want to be on the field. At time, to- it's it's a lot to ask, especially when you're going to be playing teams that maybe move a little quicker, that are are, are much more talented than Minnesota down the road. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, it is only game one, and you got plenty of games ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't so- go too crazy just just yet. Don't 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 go too wild and and don't have too much sadness or anger or angst. It's game one. Everybody's still getting used to each other. You can you know they had all this practice time together, but this is the first time they've gone against an opponent that's not them. This is the first time they're seeing somebody. This is the first time the defense sees somebody that's not Jeff Sims. This is the first time the offense sees defensive linemen that aren't Nash, Ty, Cam, uh, Blaze. Like this this is the first time that they've gone against somebody not wearing the exact same colors as them, just just in you know opposite order. So it's game one. They did a a, a decent job. It's year one under the new regime. It sucks. You haven't beat Minnesota in your last five tries, but you can move forward. You can get better. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's go to the Honda Lincoln Hotline. We got William on the line now. William, thanks for being patient, man. What's on your mind? Holy smokes! What's going on with our phones? I don't know. All right, it's turned up. All right, sorry, William. Call back. Yeah, we got to figure the that next out. Pers- the next person that calls back, I'm just going to bring him straight on. Just we're straight gonna, on. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. So, all right, cool. So, so if you call in, don't 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 be mean. Don't say any cuss words. Because I'm going to yeah. bring you straight on. So Anyway, 402-464-5685. Uh, apologize to William and, and Bob as well. Um, here we go. All right, 93.7, the ticket. This is the, on the happy hour. What's who, Who's this? Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob, what's up? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> I told you guys so. I'm going to start off with that. I told you guys so. Everybody thought I was crazy. About what? What did you tell us? I told y'all that nine over ninety thousand people, we could be setting a record for volleyball, oh. and nobody thought I was, and everybody thought I was crazy. I don't, I don't know, Bob. They, they, two thousand three. Bob, they they announced that over ninety one thousand were going to be there. So, and that that that's how many tickets were sold. They even did that. Oh, okay. This was before they did that. This is what I see. I first got my ticket. I got you. When I first got my ticket, I was I was like fifth in line. I got you. And when I called up. When I called up you guys and that and said, don't be surprised, over 90,000, let's just set a record. And everybody thought I was crazy. Mm. Oh, 60,000, maybe 60,000, but no 90,000, 92,3. Gotcha. <laughs> there you go, Bob. Congratulations. Hey, you got anything else, man? Yeah. Second of all, the offensive line did not lose that game for us. Mm. We got over five yards of carry. 
average. Well, Offensive line didn't lose that force. Yeah. What I was disappointed in is that you got a, if it was one of our starter, if it was one of our young quarterbacks, quarterbacking, okay, let's get game improvement, you know? Mm-hmm. But Jeff Sims has got the game experience under him. What are you doing? Three picks, two of them, when you need to take care of the ball. Yeah. Well, I appreciate That's what lost the game. That's what I lost, and that's what yeah. I was really upset with. It's his play. I got you. Uh, thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Pre- appreciate the phone call. Um, Bob, he was right about Husker Volleyball, 90-plus 90, 90 thousand. Um, okay, so l- l- okay, I, I want to be careful waving around the fact that Nebraska had a certain amount of yards per carry, um, right? Because you have to understand that 91 of those yards came from Jeff Sims. Um, you need to, you need to real, or I should say, yeah, yeah. yeah 90, 91 nets they gained 117 right? losses because yeah. they count the sacks. Yeah, exactly. So, which is dumb. Y- yes. Nebraska as a team, Bob is right. Averaged 4.9 per carry. Now that's, if you want to use this average, then it's even more infuriating that Nebraska, when they got the ball back with 12 minutes left in the game or in with a couple minutes left in the third quarter and on a drive that would transfer over and continue on to the uh, the fourth quarter, you didn't run it more. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not talking run it more with Jeff Sims. I'm talking run it more with a traditional running back. With Gabe Irvin. Um, mo- most, most notably Gabe Irvin. With or, your starter. Or, or even even Ramir Johnson, right? Anthony Grant Ramir led the one carry. Ran, Anthony Grant led the way with nine carries last night for twenty uh, for twenty seven yards total. Gabe Irvin, seven carries for 55. Now there's a long of a 27-yard carry uh, in there for Gabe Irvin on that drive that ended the third quarter. By the way, that drive that ended the third quarter, it's the one that that ended in a Nebraska field goal by Tristan Alvano. Nebraska started that possession on eight of nine plays. Eight of their first nine plays were running plays. And they got all the way down to the Minnesota eight-yard line. And they had it, uh, and eventually stalled out, and they had to get a field goal. Mm. They also, when they got inside the ten, passed it twice. So that's where, once again, it's frustrating because, as somebody that was watching the game last night and and kind of understanding the strengths of this team to to some extent, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have a, a giant red zone threat on the perimeter. You have a Nate Borkatcher, absolutely, maybe even a Thomas Fedoni at times. Heinrich Harburg, I suppose, as well. That was a ple- but I don't know about pleasant surprise, but it was, it was a, a surprise. surprise. You but have no, so basically, though, what I'm getting at is that your, your passing game was not necessarily your strength last night. Yeah, that's not that's not stretching it. Yeah. So when when you understand the way the game is flowing, and then you also got to the eight yard line of Minnesota by running the ball a, a, a heavy amount on your drive. In a time where, once again, reading the game flow and the ebbs and flows of the of the game going on, Minnesota had no confidence. Minnesota had no motivation, and You're something something that Jay said on the post game show last night that kind of made me realize this is that when you got down there, and there were multiple situations along these lines, but basically when you got down into that inside the ten yard line, and you'd passed it, mm-hmm. right? That's telling you that's telling Minnesota, oh, they don't think they can run on us. They don't think they can run on us when 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 it's short yarded situations it's, like this. It's so weird. And and so once again it's it's disappointing because we've heard all year long and all off season I mean when I say that 
about how Nebraska wants to control the line of scrimmage. Nebraska wants to step on the throat of opponents when they have an opportunity. Well, Nebraska unfortunately had, fortunately had enough opportunities last night to step on a throat. And they started it on that drive when they're up 7-3. to three. That could have been the drive that we always talk about against the Wisconsin, against an Iowa, what Minnesota used to do with Mohamed Ibrahim, the death yes. drive. The drive where Nebraska has a chance and you're feeling like, you know what, maybe they can do something. All they need to do is stop them on this drive. And it's just run, run, mm -hmm. first down, run, 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 first down, run, run. And just just slowly, just punching you in the mouth repeatedly, just one jab after another. Nothing yeah. too nothing too hard. No, no, you know, uh, uh, you're not cocking it all the way back and swinging. You're not uppercutting. You're just slowly, bam, 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 body shot, bam, bam. And that's all you're doing. Nebraska had a chance, and they were doing that on the drive. Then they started to swing wildly. Now, and unfortunately, as multiple people have texted out or pointed out on the text line, drive killers are the procedure penalties inside the yes. five-yard line. Nebraska had two false starts inside the five-yard line, um, and you just can't. And, and, and we're, we can go back and forth for days and hours and weeks on whether or not Matt Rule should have called a timeout with eight seconds left on the clock, um, whether Gabe Irvin's touchdown, or you know, I should say elbow and ball were crossed the plane. That was a touchdown. I think so as well. But none, we can argue back and forth. But let's talk about what we do know. On that next play, understand that if you're, if you're the quarterback in that situation – that option in in whatever whatever order you want this to be, Isaiah Garcia can Castaneda can be your number one option. That that's totally fine. I'm I'm okay with mm -hmm. that. But not only trying to look off a defender, <laughs> Nate Borgerture wide open, so go through somewhat of a progression. I, although he was right in front of him, and then also understanding the situation of the game. Right. It's it's time is is dwindling down in the second quarter. You get the ball to start the third quarter. Your offense has struggled immensely up until that drive. Throw the ball away and settle with and you're not even settling with a field goal at that point because you went down in the last few minutes of a quarter when time was of the essence. Mm -hmm. And and frankly, Nebraska and Jeff Sims, somehow, some way, when it looked like they were struggling immensely on that in that first half, figured out a way to drive down and put themselves in a position to score points. Put a decent but instead, offensive drive together. Instead, you commit a procedure penalty. And then you compound mistakes mm -hmm. by throwing an interception and not even bothering to look around for what anybody is, else or being okay with three points when you essentially get back-to-back -back possessions with the kickoff in the third quarter. Is that J or DP? It says double dumb. Mm -hmm. you, you can't double dumb, and that's exactly what they did. In that situation, with 11 seconds left, you have time for one more play. You're going to run one more play. If it doesn't work, you kick the field goal. What he should have done was what a lot of – you hear this all the time. Put it in a place where only your receiver can get to it. It was a corner route to the back corner of the end zone. Throw it past the pylon a little bit so your receiver has to make a, has to make yeah. a great play and toe tap to get the feet in to, to score the touchdown because if he doesn't, it's just out of bounds. And then nobody's hurt and you, you kick a field goal. What he, what he tried to do was try to squeeze it over that corner safety, whoever it was, mm -hmm. and try to hit – Isaiah right in the chest didn't need to you you didn't need to take that chance it's it's the same somewhat of of Adrian Martinez trying to run the ball too much yes trying to be it's, a hero it's that it's that idea right just in a different form Jeff Sims trying to throw the ball yesterday as as time was dwindling down in the second quarter or Adrian Martinez trying to run it and and make something happen with it with his legs on third and long like things like that um it's just Nebraska's I think been missing 
a guy, and I don't want to come at like their football IQ or their their game awareness. I'm not trying to come at or, or you know discredit that. Mm-hmm. But yesterday was really really disappointing because they not only compounded mistakes multiple times in the short term in the in the matter of just a few plays, but also long term. Right, Jeff Sims, and, and, and we go to Jeff Sims because he's the quarterback and he touches the ball on every single snap. But Jeff Sims compounding mistakes and compounding interceptions and and not being able to look off defenders and not being willing to just throw the ball away at times, it's going to cost Nebraska more and more and more down the road. And then you're going to have that real disrespectful feel when people or like Nebraska has against Iowa, mm-hmm. where Nebraska's up by seven with a few minutes left, and Iowa punts it right back because they know like, I will you're going to get make a mistake. Yeah. They trust in that you're going to make a mistake. Let's take a break. We look at PFF Pro Football Focus grades because as I'm as I'm navigating the the offensive grades last night, or, or I should say earlier this morning when they came out, it is it is shocking that Nebraska found themselves not only in the game, but also leading and, and, and felt like they had the entire uh, game within their grasp at one point last night. And then on the flip side, defense, there's a couple guys that we definitely want to shout out uh, for their, their, their pro football focus grades as well. well. We'll dive into all that and talk about the defensive side of the ball when we come back. You're listening to the Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 